Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Let's go to the Braun and Crouppen celebrity line and our friend, the one, the only, Jeremy Rutherford is with us on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? That is a great question, Randy. You can put that on the board there. How dare you? (laughs) Rigging the system here. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. But just know I don't appreciate it. (laughs) Trying to help him catch up. You're the man. Wow. So you're going to be on with BK. It's BK and JR this afternoon. So this morning. And Tanner, uh, Alex is out. So uh, yeah, it'll be 11 to 2 with uh, the three of us. Sounds good. All right, we got to start with this because you're having Matthew Kachuk on the show at noon. The at the moment, flames forward, future blue, <laughs> Matthew Kachuk. How difficult? Well, let me put it this way: What will be the biggest hurdle for the Blues if they desire to get Matthew Kachuk into a Blues sweater at the start of the twenty two twenty three season? So, is it going to be dealing with Calgary? Is it going to be opening up salary cap space? Is it something else? What would be the biggest hurdle? Yeah, I think it would be coming to the decision that uh, you're willing to give up the assets that it's going to take to get him this year as a restricted free agent and then be willing to you know, open up the, the vault for a, a contract. I mean, uh, we've talked for a couple of years now that if you waited until unrestricted free agency next summer, that uh, perhaps you could have him sign in St. Louis and not have to give up the assets. So, you know, what's Calgary going to want? There's obviously going to be a lot of interest in Matthew Kachuk around the league if indeed they decide to, to move him. Uh, if they can't re-sign him. And, and I think for the Blues, you're talking about giving up, you know, some decent assets. So I think that would be the biggest thing. You know, if you want to clear the space, you'll be able to clear the space. Uh, if, if you want to, you know, uh, wait to sign him, you know, that can happen. But to me, it would be the combination of giving up the assets and signing them to the big contract. And JR, for Matthew Kuchuk to get here, as you mentioned, the Blues would have to clear up some space. What does that mean for the future of Vladimir Tarasenko? Well, that's the biggest thing, and, and so uh, we don't know where that's headed yet. Uh, Doug Armstrong, when I asked him at the end of the season, you know, do you see uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, and, and what do you see with him next year? You know, he said, I'm not worried about Vladdy next year, and you can take that a couple different ways, and, and only Doug and Vladdy's camp knows that, and uh, at the moment there's, there's just no news on that, so we'll see. But obviously anything that Doug Armstrong does this off season, I think can revolve around Tarasenko in terms of, uh, cap space availability. We can talk all we want about how tight things are, but if they were to move him, you know, it suddenly frees up 7.5 unless you're bringing that back uh, in the trade. So we'll have to monitor and see what happens. But just as we speak here today, no news on that. JR, you talked to David Perron late in the season about his situation. Where do you think the David Perron situation sits right now? 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they're still in those negotiations. And listen, uh, we all have been a part of these situations where there's no news and then there's a press release in the afternoon. You know, the latest information I have is that they were involved in those negotiations. And, you know, what I had heard uh, was that uh, the number wasn't necessarily uh, what Perron was thinking. And uh, it's a two-year deal, you know, is the speculation. You know, could the Blues go to three years? They probably don't want to do that with a 34-year-old. Uh, David Perron, you know, but I think that he'd be willing to come back on a two-year deal, you know, if the price is right. The one thing is he really wants to be here, and I really do think that he would take less to stay in St. Louis. I think we all know that, but how much is, is you know, too less? And I think that uh, you get to a situation when you produce uh, the way that he has the past couple of years, where if he left St. Louis, he could be, even at age 34, you know, a five-and-a-half, six, six-and-a-half million-dollar player if not more, on a short-term contract. So if you're going to get him in the fold as a St. Louis Blue for, let's say, two years, uh, I still think that uh, he deserves to get somewhere close to that number. And a guy who's just as important as David Prawn on this team, JR, is Ryan O'Reilly. We know that he's definitely locked in for next year, but when do you think the Blues are going to start opening up conversations with him about an extension? Yeah, and maybe they've had those uh, discussions behind the closed doors. The one thing is with players who are on multi-year contracts, like Ryan O'Reilly is finishing with the Blues. He in- they inherited that contract from Buffalo, of course. Uh, you can't talk contract extension officially and announce that until the final year of the deal. And the final year doesn't begin until July 13th. That's the start of free agency. So, you know, even if uh, the Blues and Ryan O'Reilly were talking contract and had a three-year deal on the table, you know, something like that, Uh, it's a situation where they're going to have to wait until after July 13th. That's not to insinuate that they have. It's not to say that uh, there will be one announced before the start of the season. But I think both sides, just like with uh, David Perron and the Blues coming out publicly and saying there's mutual interest there, I think there will be with Ryan O'Reilly too. And, you know, if I had to lay a bet, I would think that there'd be something done sooner than later uh, with Ryan O'Reilly. No sense in in waiting for him to play out the season. You know what you're going to get with him. He can still produce and uh, certainly has done an outstanding job as the captain. JR, I haven't paid as close attention to this as I should. I know that Gary Bettman said during the season that the salary cap was going to go up a million and then the Blues are essentially going to be docked a million, so they'll have the same cap as last year. But, <laughs> excuse me, um, what about in future years, beyond next year? How does the cap look? Yeah, a little bit better, but you just don't know. It really is a year to year thing. You know, uh, Doug Armstrong, Tom Stillman, who I've uh, spoken with the past couple of years about that, you know, they, they heard the projections from the league and. You know, even a couple of years ago during the pandemic, the projection was that it might go up a million, you know, as soon as 22, 23. And that's what we're seeing now. Uh, but they didn't anticipate and nor do people around the league anticipate any sort of significant jump in the coming years. I know Gary Bettman here at the Stanley Cup uh, announced that league revenue uh, was was looking good this year. Uh, but in terms of seeing a jump that's going to take us three or four or five million, I, I still think we're a few years away from seeing something like that. I think we're going to see minimal jumps until then. Uh, JR, when we talk about assets that could potentially be involved in a potential deal to bring Matthew Kachuk here, what are some names that you think Blues fans should be expecting to hear talked about? Well, yeah, that's where you have to be a little bit careful because certainly everybody, including the Blues, would want a player like Matthew Kachuk. But you can't do it at the expense of creating a hole elsewhere. And so, you know, when I throw out a name like Robert Thomas, I'm not saying that his name would be in the mix, but, you know, what good does it do to trade a Robert Thomas to Calgary uh, if you're going to bring back Matthew Kachuk and you'd like the two to play together? You know, same with a Jordan Cairo in, in my book. So, I mean, if you're talking 
uh, a first-round pick, if you're talking a neighbors, a, a Zach Bolduke, if you're talking you know, players off the, uh, the roster, you know, I think the Blues could probably come up with some sort of combination. But, Michelle, it's just a situation, you know, like Doug always says, you can't fill one hole and, and create another one. So um, the, the thing with this is we're talking about a 100-point player in Matthew Kachuk, a skilled guy, a guy who shows up for his teammates. And you can't just assume that because he's a hometown guy here that that's going to be the best offer that's made to Calgary. So if the Blues were to get into that mix, you know they're going to have they're going to have some competition. You know I've heard uh, Vegas, I've heard some other teams that would certainly uh, be in those conversations with the Calgary Flames. Jr. One more thing from me, and it's re- in reference to those names you brought up. Uh, in, in talking to people over there with the Blues, I, I get the sense that they are really reluctant to move guys like Bolduc and Neighbors because they're young, good, cost-controlled players. Yeah, I think so too. And listen, the Blues needed a top four defenseman, right? And when they were in those conversations, I'm sure they were asked about neighbors and Bullduke and they decided to stay in pat. And it worked out with Nick Letty, but it just showed to me how much that Doug Armstrong wants to hang on to those guys. And I've said this before, but I'll stress it again. How good has Doug Armstrong been at sustaining success over the tenure uh, that he's had here in St. Louis? And it's because he's able to evolve the roster and have those picks continuing to, to join the team and then fill in the holes uh, where guys have left the organization. You know, it's almost been like there's been a core underneath the main core this entire time. And if you look at the Blues situation, I mean, even if you have Ryan O'Reilly and a David Perron, let's even say a Tarasenko for another year or two, who do you have in three or four years? That's when your neighbors and your Bulldukes and then maybe Cairo and Thomas are entering their prime. That's Those are the players that you need. So if I were Doug, you know, I'd be – a little stingy, too, uh, in any conversation involving those guys. And uh, just one quick story here before we let you go. Back in the day, baseball meeting, Oakland A's clubhouse, the union is there, and they said, when you reach tenure, then your pension will be fully vested. Ricky Henderson goes, tenure? Hell, I got 15 year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the best. He's the best. Uh, she, yeah, there's a lot of those uh, Ricky Henderson stories. And, and uh, hey, guys, listen, so we do have Matthew Kachuk coming up at noon, and we certainly can't or won't ask him about, uh, you know, speculation about coming to the Blues. He's under contract with the Calgary Flames. But do you, do you guys have any other ideas of ways we can try to get it out of him? Maybe ask him what his favorite color is, blue or red, or Great idea. Uh, who he'd like to. <laughs> what do you got for me? Got any ideas? You guys are the good question askers. Uh, have you ever dreamed of playing hockey with anybody who lived in your house? <laughs> there you go. Robert there Thomas. you go. Forget about that. Um, let's see, Randy. How can we phrase it to where he can answer the question without answering the question? Would yeah. your preference be if you had the choice to play in the town where your favorite baseball team played? <laughs> I'm writing these down, guys. Hey, listen, I listened to that uh, Wainwright interview, which was unbelievable. So I'm following your lead on the question here. So I'm I'm jotting these down, and we'll be asking them here at noon. Maybe, JR, ask him about David Freeze and Pat Maroon and how special it would be to be a hometown hero and, and get to go. have that moment. Michelle, that is a great question. Oh, JR, putting that one on the board, too. Thank you for equaling it up. JR will be tuned in 11 to 2 here on 101 ESPN. BK and JR in for Alex Ferrario with Tanner as well. And Matthew Kuchuk coming up at noon. Thank you, sir. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. 
The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.